what's up, what's up, what's up? What is happening? It's almost October. That's what's fucking up. Hot air, fuck off. That's how much I'm gonna die. I can turn off my PC. I'm living it. I'm loving it. Living it and loving it. Learning to live and love it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, like, uh, it's that time of year. It's the best time of year. And so much cool shit, aside from just the obvious, like fall, Halloween. A lot of shit comes with that. Monster cereals. Monster cereals. Halloween-themed hostess cakes. Halloween Oreos. A perfect example. Uh, there's, there's so much shit now for Halloween, food-wise. Love it. I Dude, I went to get monster cereals, and there's like shit for cupcakes. Like, you, it's out of control. Like, it's a good thing, but like, there's straight up like fucking butcher knives and like ghosts that you just put on cupcakes and like funfetti Halloween themed frosting. <laughs> fucking craziness, but I'm like, this is cool. I mean, I mean, it's like, you know, I, I'm not going to hate on it, but, like, I don't ever remember shit being this festive, um, at, you know, as far as food goes with Halloween. No, they're they're amping it up. They're they're definitely, uh, it's becoming more of a thing. Yeah. What was it? I think uh, <clears throat> at least a couple of years ago I saw this on the news where it was like, oh, fucking Halloween's just behind Christmas. Yeah. With how much? And it's, like like, literally just behind Christmas. Yeah. And I, I have a feeling with all your guys' help, we can get Halloween past Christmas and how much money people spend for this fucking holiday. Oh, for sure. Because I'd rather have people fucking, like, gung-ho fucking blowing loads for fucking Halloween than... Me too. Than the day after Thanksgiving is nothing but fucking Christmas music. Oh, God. I'd rather have, like, the day after the 4th of July is nothing but the Monster Mash. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Uh, it's a graveyard smash. Um, it is. So I uh, I got some Count Chocula at home. I'm pumped about that. I'm going to get some other shit too. And uh, I think this year I'm going to make the uh, cereal bars kind of like similar to a Rice Krispie treat, but it's going to be with monster cereals. I've done it a few times, and I just like doing that. It's fun. It's cool. Yeah. What is that? Is that just like uh, the marshmallow and then cereal? Mix same them thing. and then bake it? That's the same thing. Yeah. You can use any cereal you want. Yeah. If it's not Halloween, it's Golden Grams for me. Oh, yeah. That shit's fucking killer uh <laughs> dude my my love of uh, first off i love cereal i've noticed as i've gotten older i eat less of it yeah but i still love it but i my spectrum range of is like hey i'm gonna grab some boxes and eat the biggest fucking bowl of fruity pebbles i can eat to this special k with strawberries looks amazing yeah yeah <laughs> but you know what it's weird i don't eat cereal anymore at all until fall when the monster cereals come out Seriously, I just don't even buy it. Don't drink milk. Fuck all that noise. But like when fall comes around, it's monster cereals. And then sometimes it carries over past Halloween where I'm like, dude, I got to have some cereal in the house. It fades out after about a month. But like Golden Grams definitely has to be in there. And and I've always been, even when I was a kid, I liked Wheaties. Don't mind Special K. Cheerios without <coughs> sugar. Honey Nut Cheerios, Kicks, Checks, all that shit rules. Like the non-sugar cereals, I'll fucking rep that all day. Golden Crisp. Golden Crisp, I'm Honey Smacks guy. 
Okay, there we go. All right, yeah. Yeah, same. I just always like Smacks more than Golden Crisp. I don't know why. Frog's cooler than the bear, man. <laughs> Dude, that bear is high as hell. He's fucking roasted. But the he just fucking strolls like, through like, can't get no them golden crisps. Yeah, his eyes are like fucking not even open, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he's fucking golden crispy. He's like, he's like parked at the corner of your kid's school like, hey, like guys. Like Acapulco golden crisp. <laughs> <laughs> guys want some Acapulco golden crisp? <laughs> the Smacks fucking dude is like, like Mike Muir from fucking... Or <laughs> suicidal with a flipped up bill on his hat. Like, fucking, let's get down with some cereal, dude. <laughs> it just says smacks under it instead of, like, ST. It's fucking... <laughs> no, but, like, I always was, like, a, like the smacks. But I'll, I'll, I'll do some Golden Grams. And, or uh, Golden Chris. Do you remember the fucking, like... And Corn Pops, bro. What, yeah. what are we doing here? Like, yeah. They always had the cool foil bag that you could actually roll down and it would stay instead of a plastic shit. And they bag. always had the biggest fucking box that wasn't family size. I think their family size box, you had to drive something bigger than a normal mid-sized sedan yeah. to be able to get it home to your fucking house. Yeah, you need a hand And you truck. couldn't fit it into the cabinet. You had to leave it on the counter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was stale by, like, November. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, as far as, like, boxes go... Honeycomb takes the cake, dude. Mm, mm-hmm. I remember how big the honeycomb boxes were. I could, I used, I had to use two hands to pour the fucking shit into a bowl. It was seriously <laughs> the size of a flat screen TV box. Like it was huge. It's like, and in honeycomb was the shit too. It, like I never put sugar in any of my cereal. I never did as a kid ever, never. Cornflakes roll with it. No sugar. Cornflakes sugar. Cheerios sugar. As I got older, it got became less and less sugar. And yeah. I think if I ate those now, I probably wouldn't put sugar on no. them. But why would you? Kicks. Kicks. My brother, I my brother would dump a half. Whoa! Uh, a what? Like a half cup of sugar over Kicks. Uh, see why? Even even as a kid, when I put sugar on cornflakes, Kicks, I'd eat plain. Kick because it's yeah, yeah. And like, why would you put sugar on rice checks? Yeah. No. See, those never got sugar either. It was seriously like. Rice Krispies, Cheerios, like weeds, cornflakes, cornflakes and shit. Like no, no those got sugar, but like no, none of the other stuff don't did. Put sugar on Wheaties. Then I found out like putting fruit on cereal, plain cereal, just cut up fruit. Love mm-hmm. it. Yeah, that's like that. That's not you. No, I don't like fruit. I haven't had a piece of fruit in thirty <laughs> days plus. I was gonna say you've eaten. You've eaten fruit since I've known you. I probably have. I don't know. It's I, not your thing. No, I don't like fruit. I never had none of it. I don't like any fruit. Um, but and they're they're always trying to fuck with me too. Like Kicks was awesome. Then it was like Berry Berry Kicks. Get the fuck out of here, man. What are you? <laughs> oh, Captain Crunch is cool. Captain Crunch Berries. Fuck off. Then they came back with the peanut butter crunch. I'm like, all right, you guys are back on track. We're and they had mixed berry crunch. Yeah, fuck all that. Oops, all berries. I'll, Oops, all berries. I'll throw that right on a bonfire. You got a fireplace? <laughs> throw that box in there, dude. <laughs> Fucking terrible. Uh, but yeah, so that's uh, our cereal rant there. Don't um, know where. Yeah, yeah, that happened. <laughs> <clears throat> but uh, dude, so um, I, I, you know what? We're just gonna fucking do the damn thing. We're gonna get right into it, and then we're gonna dip into some cool shit that we've been doing and possibly may do. Dude, we're talking about a really unsung hero, I think, 
for campy fucking horror movies in the 80s. It's good. It's definitely a, uh, if you want to know what the 80s. Oh, yeah. If you want to know what the 80s was, especially like coastal areas mm. of America. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, this would be it. Uh, welcome to Spring Break. AKA s- Nightmare Beach. Yes, 1988. The 88, 89, depending on. Yeah, how you want to look the initial at it. release was 88. It probably didn't reach certain places till 89. But uh, So this movie, you showed to me, I want to say a couple years ago, two, three years ago. Shit, that was that soon? Yeah. Wow. Um, I had never even heard of this fucking movie until you, like, you know, put it on. I'm like, what the fuck is this, man? Like, welcome to spring break. You know, and I remember a couple of years prior to that, Spring Breakers came out. <laughs> and I'm just thinking, like, is it... Because you kept saying the movie, and I'm like, is that... Are you talking about that movie? And you're like, no, no, no. It's a slasher from the 80s. You put it on, and I'm like, holy fuck, this is great. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it, it grabbed me instantly. Like, there's a kill, like, right away. So, I, I don't know. So, with this movie, like... It really helps that the iconic, ever awesome John Saxon's in it. Yeah, and he plays uh, uh, different from any movie he's been in before. Would agree. He plays a detective. He plays a cop. He plays a cop. Totally out of his element. Yeah. He, it's brave of him to take this role. Yeah. No. <laughs> Not at all. Every role he played was a cop, but... In this one, he was a dickhead. I was going to say that. This is the first movie that I can think of, unless I'm missing of, where he's a total asshole cop. He was an asshole in uh, Dream Warriors, but it was such a small... Yeah, but it was like, this is different asshole. No, he was... And here, he's almost... He's pretty much like, totally crooked prick cop. Yeah. Like, I'm going to shoot you and plant a knife on you, cop. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely a fucking dick in this one. He sucks. This is the first movie I can think of where he is that way. Yeah. Like, he may be hard-nosed as a cop in other movies, but he's not this way. No, this this one, he, like, goes out of his way to be a dick. He's hard-nosed in the other one. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. You know, so... um, Because, like, when you first said, like, it was brave of him to take the role of being a cop, I'm like, okay, Blood Beach, Black Christmas, Nightmare (laughs) and Like, motherfuckers only played a cop, right? So, uh, but no, he... uh, Yeah, so, but he's in it, and he nails the dick cop persona like because mm-hmm. he's that good he's john saxon and uh so that right away i was like oh cool saxon's in it this is fucking great right i loved it from first fucking glance man this this movie's really cool it, it is super campy it's super cheesy the kills leave a lot to be desired but they don't do a lot not really they add uh could only be done in the 80s and i i never actually remember the name of this style of effect where it's like they add effects over top of the film. Yeah. And you see it like when the, the chick gets the fucking wire stuck wire. in her mouth. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember what it's called when they do that. But there's a lot of that in this movie. Yeah, there is. I dig it. Me too. Uh, and, you know, we might as well dive into this thing. So, like... Yeah. So, <sighs> Claudio Simonetti, dude. Yeah, that fucking the Claudio Simonetti. So did, he does the soundtrack to this movie. Did you know Ronnie James Dio has a fucking song on the soundtrack? Does he? 
absolutely it's not on the soundtrack that's you can buy it's the credits at the end that's him there's a song from Ronnie James Dio credited in this movie so after the movie was over before I came over here yeah I'm watching the credits go up as I'm like getting ready oh so he's listening in the credits for a song yeah, but when you look at the soundtrack, say online, like on Wikipedia, there's no Ronnie James Dio. It's like three kind of bands. The it's one like band, Chris, the, Christine or Kristen or some shit some like that. weird shit yeah. like that. There's, yeah, yeah. And Dio wrote a song for this. Well, it's obviously, it's obviously a song in the movie somewhere. The and fuck I'm song wondering is it? if it's the same song they keep playing when the killer shows up. That's a complete blatant ripoff of Flash of the Blade. Flash of the Blade, yeah. I was gonna bring that Ooh, up. It's like the first time I was watching this, I'm like, that's fucking Flash of the Blade. But it's like played in a different tempo. Yeah, it's, it's the same fucking riff, dude. Like, okay. and then they keep playing it and playing it. I'm like, that's mother. That's fucking Flash of the Blade. I'm wondering if that's the Dio. But that's to me that was the original uh, Claudio shit. So I was like, did he fucking rip? So did Claudio... Uh, I, Claudio I did, know he, this. did they, he do Phenomena? Uh, he, I don't think he did. Because that would make sense, right? Well, yeah, because it, it was in Phenomena. Um, I, ah. That's first thing came to my fucking... I was like, dude, did, was he... I don't think he did Phenomena. But he, but he did Demons. Yes. Er, so, no. No, Lindsay. Okay, well, we're going to get into Lindsay, but Lindsay did Demons. Yeah. And Demons had the fucking metal no, soundtrack. He, uh, he did, um, Claudio Simonetti did do Demons. Okay, so that so there you go. And like, Demons had like Saxon and Motley Crue and fucking... Yeah, but he didn't do Phenomena. Phenomena. Okay, but still, so there's kind of a... It kind of makes sense, right? Like, Lindsay yeah. fucking... You know, Simonetti kind of yeah. in there. Which I'm going to go out and say the only reason, well, maybe not, because this was an Italian American production kind of like in mix in between. But I was going to say the only reason they got Simonetti was because Lindsay was attached to it initially. Right. And he, we'll just dive into that. So, Berto Lindsay was initially sent on to direct this movie. Yes. He dropped out of it because he said the storyline reminded was too similar to a movie he already did. Um, Correct. Seven Bloodstained Orchids, yep. which I've seen once years ago. I don't remember it being that similar. I don't think the storyline was that similar. But either way, whatever, he decided he didn't want to do it. So they gave it to... Um, Kirkpatrick. Yeah, uh, James Justice, a.k.a. Harry Kirkpatrick, yeah, who was like uh, one of the writers. He runs screenplay. Play, he was like he was one of the writers, I think. And he was going to direct it, but he said, "Hey, Lindsay, can you just kind of stay on the set as a guide? Yeah, as like a mentor or a I'm gonna like yeah, like I'm blanking on the word too. Basically, to help out like with it, yeah, like, yeah. kind of like." Unass- if I like have like, assist. yeah, 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 like if I need to fucking ask you a question, you can answer it. Exactly. So th- that happened, and for a while there, people thought that Harry Kirkpatrick, or um, yeah, Harry Kirkpatrick was Lindsay. another name of Roberto Lindsay. He was just doing it under that synonym. Yeah, with that um, wow, that synonym. <laughs> well, he it was like a like a 
Like an alternate name. Like an alternate like, name. Yeah, he like did authors it, under, do like, it. Yeah, like shit. this fucking name. Because he then, didn't want his name attached yeah. to it. And then in an interview later on, Lindsay came forward and said, no, it was uh, James Justice, an actual dude, Harry Kirkpatrick. He directed this movie. It's his movie. And then after that... Someone came out. A fucking... Uh, yeah, like some... Like critics were coming forward saying like, no, like... It's a Lindsay movie. It's it's a Lindsay directed this movie. Yes, like this dude may have been there, but this he didn't direct this fucking movie. Lindsay directed the movie, so it's still kind of a muddled thing on who really directed this fucking movie. Either way, Lindsay was there, and I think the only reason they got Claudio on it was because Lindsay was on it. Right. That may well that makes a hundred percent sense, and the Claudio stayed. So yeah. I'm guessing Lindsay stayed. Would. Simonetti fucking hang out with well he's I'm, not having to stay out and hang out he's just gonna get the fucking copy of the print and just has to fucking write music to it do a score over that he isn't he's probably not even on the fucking set that's true he's yeah. not in Florida no yeah you're right well I'm just thinking like he's hanging out in fucking Italy I'm just thinking if Lindsay fucking dipped out like wouldn't he too if he was already signed on no yeah. I don't see it cause those two kinda go hand in hand a little bit kinda like fucking Frizzy and Fulci Fulci you know, I mean, it's just yeah. a, or Argento and Goblin, Lindsay and fucking Simonetti. That it just kind of works that way, especially I, working together before. Yeah, yeah. So okay, so like, yeah, there was that whole thing with Lindsay. I still think it's a Lindsay film. A lot but, of I think a lot of people like read on if you read online, a lot of people look at this as a Lindsay yeah. film. So and that is, dude never went on to do other any like that James Justice Harry fucking Kirkpatrick, Kirkpatrick yeah. dude he really didn't do anything after this yeah so so Lindsay this is a Lindsay film like Savini was the special effects um, in Nightmare in Nightmare that's it's the same <laughs> thing it's just it's gonna lead you down a trail of breadcrumbs and there's like no breadcrumbs to get back so it's a wild goose chase fuck it to me Savini did special effects on Nightmare to me Lindsay did this movie I'm just gonna leave it at that so it, this is a Lindsay movie with a Simonetti soundtrack it's gold yeah, it's not the meat and potatoes Italian fucking movies that predated it. Yeah, don't go into this movie thinking, thinking it's going to be this demons or this fucking, fucking like hidden gem of a movie that he did that no. is going to be like on par with demons. Like no, because even I mean honestly, there's even arguments on demons because it's Argento presents uh, Lenzi's demons, demons, but there's people who claim that Argento directed demons. Yeah. But he was trying to, like, help out. Yeah. Oh, the same thing with fucking, what was that, like, Eli Roth in, in Hostel or whatever, right? Well, it was his movie. So who so who am I thinking of? Whereas, like, Eli Roth Presents. Oh, I can't remember. I didn't follow You him. remember that movie? Everyone thought, thought it was an Eli Roth movie, but it was... Yeah. Oh, it, it, it's just him, like... Presents. Yeah. It, so his name was tagged Pretty much he's it. the producer of it, and he's, like, they tagged his fucking name onto just it. Just to sell, yeah. Just to sell it, yeah. Because if it says Eli Roth on it, there's chances are people are just going to blindly buy it. Or Especially at the time when that one came out. I, I remember what you're... I know what you're talking about. I can't remember the movie. Yeah. But it was after Hostel because that was such a big hit. Yeah. The next one was like, Eli Roth presents... Bah! And it was like, not even his movie at all. I think they did that with... Uh, was it Sacrifice? The Ty West film? Yeah. It was like, Eli Roth presents. Yeah. And at that point... I'm like, dude, can we just leave this dude's name off of anything? Because fuck Eli Roth. Yeah. It's, I didn't. Yeah. He's fucking bro, frat bro, fucking, yeah. fucking, I hate him. I'm not really, yeah, <laughs> I don't really do uh, the, I mean, Hostel was cool. 
like, okay, here's the thing with him. Um, don't mind cabin fever. That was okay. That right there has all you need to know about his character writing because there's all his bro frat there. And then it just gets amped up even more with Hostel, which I don't mind. But there's the first half of Hostel is basically Euro trip, and it's just like frat dudes fucking trying to hook up with chicks and getting in the bar fights and shit. Right. And then you start just reading interviews with him and just reading shit that he personally wrote, and you're like, wow, this guy is a total douchebag, and he thinks that it's okay to film a chick bouncing naked on a trampoline. 50 times when they got it right the first time just because they're filming an exploitation trailer, so you need to exploit somebody. Ah, uh, gotcha. I didn't know any of that. Oh, he's a fucking dick. I mean... He doesn't I, know what... It, pretty much from that, he doesn't know what the fucking exploitation movie is. Well, no. I mean, and then... Well, you know, my whole thing with him, like, not to go down that fucking whole thing because he's irrelevant to this fucking episode, but, like, the, the cabin fever mm-hmm. and the hostel, that's my... Full under and you know later the Green Inferno whatever, which I didn't even care for. Nah, uh, to nah. be honest, that was such a letdown. I was supposed to go see it in the theaters about five times. They kept pushing it back. The dude Bray that I work with, yeah, he he was so gung ho. He's into fucked up movies and he loves shit like that. And he's like, dude, there's like a new Cannibal Holocaust. Eli Roth's doing it, and I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, but it's gonna be more brutal. It's like better effects and like. I'm like, oh, fuck. And we were supposed to go to the movies to see it like eight times and it kept getting pushed back. I finally seen it. What a fucking letdown that was. Yeah. But like like the first Hostel and the Cabin Fever, I'm like, okay, that's where it stops. It's like Zombie with House of a Thousand Corpses. Okay, that's where it stops for me. Yeah. Like everything after that is just fucking like not even mediocre to me. I, I could care less. I don't even know. Is Hostel 2 Roth or is that somebody else? Uh-uh, it's not. Because I didn't well, mind... saw the Eli Roth fucking presents? Or am I thinking of... No, it shouldn't have been. No. Those, those dudes came out by themselves. It was a movie like that then. I'm and it was a, they came out around the time as Cabin Fever. Was it Wrong Turn? I don't fucking know. It was one of those fucking... I know what you're talking about. And it was a... Yeah. Like, presents. And they always like, oh, it was a fucking his movie. It's no, like, it's no not. He, he's presenting it. Yeah. Like, Quentin Tarantino would do that with. Like, Quentin Tarantino presents. Oh, he tagged everything. The, ground, the Grindhouse trailers and the fucking... All that shit was like... Oh, it's a Tarantino. It's like, nah, man. He just like his name's on it. It's not, it's not a Tarantino fucking release, dude. You know? Yeah. But like, okay, so with this, with with Nightmare Beach, I'm considering it a Lindsay movie, and I noticed that there's like certain subtle things about this movie, especially with the kills and like the way it's shot. There's some kind of like a makes sense that he would have a hand in making this movie because it's. Even though the kills are lackluster, the way that they're set up and the way they're shot, it's, it has kind of an Italian... That's what I was going to say. It has kind of... It's deal. a slasher film. It is. But it's laid out like a giallo film. That's what I'm saying, right? So it's It has of, the storyline. It has the plot. It has mm-hmm. like almost a whodunit trying to solve a fucking crime. That whole aspect... Of a jello. They totally tenebraid this shit at the end. <laughs> so the red herrings are fucking not red herrings anymore. And now you're left with who the fuck could it possibly be? How is this going to end? Which is great. For a campy ass movie like this to have a great twist at the end. Yeah. That really fucking like wraps up a nice little, puts a bow on it for me. 
killer. Like Tenebre did that the first time I seen it. I was like, well, what the fuck is this? What? Who the fuck is the killer then, right? And then just that ending happened and you're just like left with your jaw hanging open like, holy shit. The way Tenebre was shot and that just the class of that movie, you would expect a tasteful ending like that. With this, you wouldn't expect a really good it'd be like oh it was him the whole time no this like kind of blew my mind I'm like holy fuck man once that mask comes off I'm like like okay watching I can't remember the first time seeing this but watching it now knowing it's not as big as a fucking thing like it's not like oh my god because you know who it is so then you start picking up there's not really any subtle clues but it's almost how that character is played where you're like alright that kind of makes sense because what (laughs) But yeah, I can only imagine remembering the first time that I watched this. I don't think I would have picked up on who it was. I didn't. I almost guarantee going watching it when it got to the where they finally showed who it was, I probably was like surprised. Yeah, because Cause I can't remember the first time seeing this movie. I you we were fucking drinking one night and you just brought down a stack of tapes and this was one of them and I'm like was fuck yeah. And then, you know, and I wanted to like a little side note. I texted you a couple days ago, like, hey, man, we were supposed to do this other movie for this episode. It didn't quite work out that way. But I'm like, why don't we do Welcome to Spring Break? And you're like, didn't we already do that? We did Night School and spent a good portion of that movie comparing the killer in this movie to, because it was the motorcycle with the helmet. And the- Wait, we haven't done Night School. Yeah, we have. We did Night School. <laughs> no, we didn't. Well, there's an episode where we fucking went on a rant about the fucking... I'm telling you, man. I know we have not done night school yet. There's no way that we didn't do night school. <laughs> and if we didn't, we spent a fucking good portion of a, of a fucking episode for some reason comparing <laughs> this killer with night school. Unless it, we, unless we weren't um, uh, doing an episode and we just went on a rant just hanging out about... <laughs> This killer and the fucking night school killer. I don't think we've done night school yet. We've done final. Did we do final exam? I was going to say we did final exam, but I don't even know if we did final exam. No, we did do final exam. That I do know for a fact we did final exam. Okay. Because we went into a fucking huge rant about way too much character development. <laughs> they wasted half the movie trying yeah. to get you... Uh, uh, they're really trying to get you to care about these characters. Yeah, they're trying to get you like uh, engrossed into these people you give two fucks about. And then when it actually picks up at the end, it, like, gets good. But, like, they're, they're just trying to, like, endorse these fucking people that are just going to get killed anyway. Who gives a fuck about Wild Man? Kill him off first. He's annoying. Yeah. But, yes, I can almost say with certainty we have not done Night School. Okay. Well, you thought we didn't do this one either, and we did this one not. Well, I th- no, I thought, thought we did this one. thought we did this one, but we did not. And we maybe we did. But maybe when, we're doing this a when you time. When, when you I went through, when you said that, I said before I even text you with I don't have we done that already. I scrolled through our my, our so shit. So you looked too. Yeah, and you didn't find. I it. didn't see this. Okay, so so as it. far as we know, if anybody's listened to all our episodes, maybe we're wrong, and you can correct us. But we don't think we've done this episode I yet. So. I don't think we have. But in doing that, I I don't remember seeing night school. I don't think we've done night school. No, I think I'm thinking final exam. I think we just got fucking drunk one night and we were talking about night school and fucking this movie. Well, yeah, because like the killer looks pretty much the same mm-hmm. in both movies. It says a stupid fucking motorcycle. Yeah, night school had a better motorcycle. Oh fuck yeah! But uh, so yeah, uh, yeah, this movie like 
it, you know, back to the, it's kind of got like a, it's definitely a slasher with a little tinge of like Jallo in there. The way the storyline's laid out, the way it's it's a whodunit mystery, like mis- like solving a mystery, like with like a lot of the slashers, it's like this dude's killing people and they're not really looking for the person killing, they're just like, oh my God, so-and-so got killed right. until somebody else gets killed. But with Giallo's, it's like a murder mystery and it's like somebody, there's always like this one person who's trying to solve the crime and yeah. who's doing it. That kind of has this aspect. I mean, actually, it really does have this fucking aspect right. of a person trying to find his friend and solve the mystery of who killed him and whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a pretty decent blending of Italian and American cinema at that time. It is. Taking the Italian giallo, mixing it with the American slasher at a time when both of them were way past their prime. For sure. And it comes out pretty good. I like it. See, like New York Ripper had that. God, that movie American slasher, Italian Jallo, fucking right, just smashed right in, dude. And I love that movie. Me That's too. So good. Me too. Absolutely. But like, obviously, New York Ripper is a way better fucking movie than this one. Yeah, you know, like, on all fronts. But the, I yeah. mean, this has the same thing where it's like, it's definitely got that Americanized fucking flavor to it, but it also has the Jallo aspect too. Yeah. It's just this comes across more like a fucking. Um, I mean, Welcome to Spring Break's a perfect name for, you know what I mean? Like, you're on the beach, there's just, like, wet t-shirt contests, people drinking, fuck partying on the beach all the time. It's just got that vibe, like an 80s comedy. Totally. It totally has yeah, it's the got 80s that whole, vibe to yeah, it, Yeah, for sure. Like, just people fucking... And, yeah, they, they have, like, just the, the scenes of bikini contests, the right, scenes man. of fucking wet t-shirt contests, like, all that. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's, just, it's that time. It is 100% that time. It just capsulated it. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, that's all covered. Now we can just fuck around. Do you have a favorite kill? Because to me, they're all the same. Um, the boiler. Boiler? Because okay. that's the, the one that's really different. Everything else is electrocution in some way. It is. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, the boiler. He brings that one random chick down and just opens the door and, like, hits the button. That, I guess shoots flames out I've I've yeah. uh, I've worked on a boiler and we didn't have a button that did that dude but this shot flames out like 30 feet well this <laughs> bike was a fucking like electrocution chair like it was <laughs> that bike was like a god what the fuck is it with that goddamn I don't know the, the bike looked dumb it did it was like a death machine had buttons with electrocuted people, but it looked dumb. Yeah, it reminded me of the gun that Eddie Murphy used in Beverly Hills Cop 3. That Serge. <laughs> Get the fuck out of yeah, here! Yeah, he made it with the microwave on it and the fucking... No, I cannot. No, I cannot. <laughs> I got this new floss. I love it. All of a sudden, I'm pulling out a candy bar from when I was six. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! No, I cannot because I'm working on. <laughs> so the yeah, so the, it reminds me of that. It's like it's way too far fetched to be believable. The gun that Eddie Murphy well, used. Well, just in the, the fucking no. It just fucking looks. It looks dumb. It does. I don't even care. It just looks dumb. It does. It's like, and but honestly, I will say this: it makes sense when you find out who's riding it, because it's totally a type of bike that that person would buy. Yeah. Which really didn't, he built he built it, but so this doesn't really make sense what I'm saying. But 
It's just a dumb looking bike. It is. It's, it's uh, super extra. And the one thing I can say, though, <laughs> is because there's the biker gang, the demons, which look at that logo and tell me what you think it looks like. It's the movie logo. <laughs> <laughs> it's not 100% that, but it's very similar, which makes sense who is directing it. That's why I say it's a fucking Lindsay movie. <laughs> Dude, all their fucking insignia on the back of their vest. I'm like, okay, so they just got like a bunch of leftover demons patches from the movie and just slapped them on some denim vest. Dude. Now we got a biker game. See, I've really looked at it. It's not a hundred percent. No, it's but pretty it's close. Pretty fucking similar. It's pretty close. It's even yellow too. Oh, so yeah. it's like, dude, come on. But did you ever notice the fucking one biker that pops up every so often that looks like Will Reimer? Yes. <laughs> I'm like, that is the bass player from Mortician, dude. He's just like, yeah, always wearing shades. He's mm-hmm. like ripped, like got the got the fucking handlebar. He does, he yeah. does. He's just chill. Like when Saxon first rolls up on the gang, when Homeboy follows the chick mm-hmm. and gets beat up, and Saxon pulls up, he's standing right by the car when they, they're panning in on Saxon talking. I'm like, dude, that <laughs> looks just like the fucking dude from Mortician, man. Yeah. I was hoping you caught that. Mm-hmm. Gold. What I also notice, which you don't see a lot, even, I mean, honestly, even I've watched movies from like 70s bikers movies and shit. Mm-hmm. They always fuck up, like, the club members. They always make motorcycle clubs seem like they're filled with, like, idiots and fucking just idiots, honestly, basically. Fucking idiots. Like, apes that can drive bikes. Or, like, dudes who've been stiff and glue their whole fucking life. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? This one they actually just made like they're riding legit fucking bikes, right. and they're just assholes who want to fuck people up. Yeah, I'm like God, thank you. It's like the closest thing to like Stone Cold, where it's like they got bikers right. Stone Cold is the best perception of bikers that I think I ever seen in film. I can't think of a maybe there is one. I mean, there's like shit back in the '70s, but you got to compare them to bikers in the '70s. But I think Where Was on Wheels does a decent job. Yeah. But then there's also like other ones like Hell's Easy Angels 69, Rider. shit like that, which yeah. actually used Hell's Angels. Right, right. So right. it is a decent for what Hell's Angels and bikers were in the 70s. But yeah, you go into like like Stone Cold's top notch. To me, that's the best. Like that's believable to me. Like that's really how shit goes down. Like I can pretty much say, yeah, that's pretty legit and it's pretty scary to think that but that's like an old school real bike club mm-hmm. no joke dude I mean they clearly make it to an extreme well for at a movie, some point yeah, so it's like they're doing this major thing but from the lower aspect of it before it gets to that point that's 100% yeah. a club well depending on the club right but yeah um yeah, excellent, excellent fucking movie. Uh, I would, I would recommend it if you haven't seen it. Has some fucking yeah. has people like it. So it has Saxon, which we talked about. And that's clearly you watch this movie, you're gonna see Saxon, you're yeah. gonna know him. But it has fucking Michael Parks in it from uh, Dust Till Dawn. Fuck, and, like uh, Dust Till Dawn. All the fucking Qu- Quentin Tarantino's that had that Kill fucking Bill. cop. He, then he did fucking uh, two. Well, he was like known for old shit before even Quentin Tarantino yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, But then he did the Quentin Tarantino stuff like Dust Till Dawn, Kill Bill, Kill Bill 2, fucking... Um, That's the one I'm thinking grind, of. Uh, the two Grindhouse, Grindhouse movies. movies, he's in those. Then he's in the two fucking Kevin Smith movies, Red State and Tusk. Tusk. There's another one I'm thinking of, though, that he did that was well-known. What the fuck? I can't think mm-hmm. of it, man. 
Oh, tw- he was Twin Peaks. Uh, yep. Uh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, he was in Twin Peaks. So yeah, he like. Yeah, no, he's he's well rounded. Like he's pretty much some- him and Saxon on these in this movie. Absolutely. And the first time I saw him, it 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 was, I couldn't pinpoint him. Same here. I'm like, I know him. I know. And I'm like, who the fuck is he? I know and him. And as soon as I as soon as I looked him up, I'm like, son of a bitch. Okay, yeah. I know exactly who this guy is. Yeah. And he's he's got a lot of screen time in this movie too. So you see him over and over, and you're like, dude, I've seen that fucking guy. Yeah. And then he's like in everything. You're like, oh well, fuck yeah, you know. But you just can't like pinpoint it at first. You're like, dude, I know it. You know what's weird too is the the pastor. Yeah. Looks, fucking one hundred percent, and I mean one hundred percent like the pastor in the movie The Unholy. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Years ago, I've only seen it once. Yeah, it was. It came out the same year, and it was about the satanic cult that was hunting every priest that took over that certain church. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. This dude looks like that guy, but a little older. And I'm, I mean, like, not makeup-wise, like, le- legit, but I, I'm like, dude. And I'm watching this, and I never really put two and two together, but, like, I'm like, is that the guy? And the, the pastor in here was in, like, uh, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. He yep. was in a Brian Bosworth movie. He was in a couple other things. I think he was raiding in... Uh, Annihilation. No, he was one of the Elder Gods. He wasn't, so he was with he's, Raiden's. He's, yeah, he was crew. one of the Elder Gods, and because Christopher Mortal Lambert, Kombat. I know, was uh, Raiden in the first one. Yeah, I think was so. he in the second one too? I'm not uh, sure if he carried over to the second yeah, one. I'm not sure either. But yeah, so this dude. But yeah, um, I was like, dude, Unholy came out same year. Looks like the dude plays a priest. I'm like, but it wasn't. So. Uh, oh, uh, wait, am I wrong? Was that Michael... Was he in The Lost Boys? Which one? Michael Parks, is that his name? Michael Park? Yeah. Parks? Was he in The Lost Boys? I don't think he was. Who did you think he played in The Lost Boys? Uh, You're not thinking he one plays... One of the in... fucking vampires. No, 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 no. no. That's uh, Michael... It's not Michael Parks. Michael Parks is the older guy. Um, this is Michael, the dude who played the vampire, which was the older brother to fucking, um, Haim? Yeah, Corey Haim was Michael, uh, it wasn't Michael Park. Okay. It was a younger dude. I don't know why I was thinking I that. can't remember his name right now, but yeah, it's not him. Okay. Yeah, I don't know why that popped in, but yeah. So I, yeah, and, uh, so you get, you've got Sa- Saxon, Michael Park, that's killer. And then you get Lindsay and Claudio Simonetti. I mean, it doesn't... Honestly, yeah. It's a win-win, dude. I mean, it's worth a check out. And unfortunately, I don't know where this movie would be. It's on Prime, but it's like nine bucks. Yeah, if you want to stream it, I don't know. You might be able to find it on fucking YouTube. You honestly. might be able to, but I don't think I've ever come across it. So, it's and it's out of print. It's never been... I got the VHS. You got the VHS. I, there was never a DVD release for this, was there? There was. There was? Who the fuck released it? I can't remember the company that released it. Okay. But yeah, I, 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 honestly, I think there might have been a Blu-ray release of this. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I wouldn't doubt it. I, mean, I don't know. I kind of like... I'm more starting to follow companies with like newer releases, like of older movies. Yeah. I don't know why. Something happened. Something happened to me. I still like VHS. I still buy VHS. But now I'm like open to just buy Blu-rays and DVDs. 
So when I see these new releases come out, like, we're releasing this, like, I want to buy that. Well, they come with, like, cool, like, extra shit, too. Like, Honestly, that's the main reason. Like, there's... I, I'll own the movie already, and I want to rebuy because I'm like, oh, this comes with a pretty sweet commentary track. This comes with a fucking documentary or a fucking yeah. interview. Like... That's enough to sell me, honestly. Yeah. Fucking so and so. I think who was it? Synops just released. Was it maybe? Uh, shit, maybe not even just released. Might have been like a year ago. Um, Living Dead of Manchester Morgue. Really? Which is that's honestly that's my one on my list of one of my top fucking movies. And there's like two commentary tracks, and I think fucking interview. And like, wow, I'm like fuck. Under Living Dead or under that Sleeping Corpses line. Living Dead. Oh, okay. I think it's Under Living Dead. I love that movie. It's a better title. Fuck, I haven't watched that in a while. I might throw that on one of these I days. actually just watched that. Um, yeah, that's... Like, not even a month ago. I fucking love that movie. I do, too. That movie has, like, the feel that... It does. That has the feel of a movie I want. Like, a 70s zombie movie mm-hmm. needs that feel. Yeah. It nailed it 100%. Like, so many movies tried to copy and duplicate what Night of the Living Dead did. Yeah. And then... Living Dead Manchester Moore came out and it just fucking did all that without seeming like it did all that. Yeah. It had that. Uh, and it has a fucking, what I love, anti authoritarian fucking. Oh, they lay it on strong. The whole move. Oh, fucking so strong. They make those people look like dick bags. Like just the whole concept of authority is just yeah. shit in that movie. I love it, dude. It's like, and you hate the police, don't you? Well, you make it easy. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And you hate the, after he like insults like says the worst shit you could possibly say. Yeah. And it's like, and you hate the police. Well, fuck yeah, I do. You suck. You make it easy, man. Like, yeah. It's like you insult me for just being fucking me. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, I'm going to watch that, dude. That's mm-hmm. fucking I haven't watched that in a minute. Love that movie. Yeah. There's like I was scrolling through when I was trying to figure out if we did this movie. I started I was obviously I went through on Instagram, I went through our fucking just went to our site. Yeah, yeah. Started scrolling through the episodes. And, like, all the shit we already did. And I just started remembering, like, fuck, that episode. Like, oh. Yeah, yeah. This episode. Like, there's so many that I was like, I wish we could just do those episodes again. Because I'd love to talk about those movies again. We were doing two and three movies an episode. I regret that. Mm -hmm. Me too. I honestly regret all those early episodes where we did, like, Happy Birthday to Me. And I can't even remember. But I remember that that one was when we did two other movies with it. Yeah. Because we, yeah. I don't know why the fuck did we do that. I, I don't honestly know. don't know why we did that. Like we should have kept those movies like individual because there's movies now like those three movie episodes we did that I'm like wow we should do this fucking movie. Well we already did a fucking we did it once and it yeah, took I up don't. like ten minutes. Yeah, I've <laughs> been doing this thing a while. Yeah, but uh, yeah, well, we're gonna hit a hundred. Ep- we're gonna hit our one hundred episode and we got to figure out something classy. We'll figure something out. Not classy, but we need to start out something fucking cool. Yeah, <laughs> I'm cool with that, man. Uh, so yeah, that I'm I'm guessing that's pretty much. I mean, where where we're going with the spring break fucking movie? Uh, unless you have anything else you want to add, you got some more notes over there? No, I mean honestly, we touched on pretty much everything. Um, yeah, definitely. If you haven't seen this one, and you're if if you like slashers, if you like fucking Jallos, if you like fucking Lindsay, do you need to check this fucking movie out? It's yeah. not gonna. 100% blow your doors off but all. it's 100% an enjoyable movie uh, especially if you're like fuck, drinking a couple brews fucking whatever dude it's- dude I remember so I haven't seen this movie in years 
And when I we decided to do this one, I was like, ah, well, yeah, let's do that one. We haven't done it. Let's just do it. And so I rewatched it to get refreshed by it, and I ended up, I think, liking it more than I re- remembered myself liking it. I'm like, no, it's actually pretty decent. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I mean, yeah, yeah, you, you got to give it a, you, you got to watch it more than once. Once you mix in all the aspects of it, yeah, there's a lot, there's enough aspects of it in there that fucking men, meld together that make this a pretty solid fucking movie. I I agree. There's yeah, this is this is a good watch, man. I, I if you can find it, I I mean, if there is a Blu-ray, I don't know, but you should be able to. I think you should be able to get it on DVD or Blu-ray, no problem. I would definitely check it out. Uh, so. I just wanted to say I had to actually look on our Instagram. We did an episode at the beginning of the month, which was lunch meat. Yeah, that was the last episode. I did not touch on the fact that I seen Night of the Living Dead 68 at the Redford Theater. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I forgot you did that. It was, you posted the episode on the 7th, which was Monday. I seen Night of the Living Dead on that Friday after. <coughs> this is our last episode since then. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to say that the uh, historic Redford Theater here in Michigan, which is fucking awesome just to begin with, uh, said fuck COVID and set up in the parking lot with a big white screen and projected Night of the Living Dead 68. Had a raffle selling some really cool original poster shirts. And uh, that was fucking sweet, dude. So, I mean, that was really cool. I kind of wish they would do uh, some shit like that with, like, maybe some Universal movies. They said they're going to do something here soon. Tonight they did a Three Stooges marathon. I missed it. That's kind of cool. No, absolutely. So, I'm like, they said that we can't tell you what we're doing next, but it's going to probably be a marathon or, like, a three-movie gig like this and we want to get one more of those in before Halloween before it gets too cold and we can't do it in the because they, they do it inside normally yeah they'll play like fucking Dracula and fucking shit well I know I think they've done uh, Nosferatu with a organist yes well the, they have the same organ guy which he was out there with like a keyboard in during intermission and while people were coming in oh that's kind of cool oh it was sick it was so cool I'm like fuck yeah man like so that was cool and um Hopefully they do some kind of a classic uh, horror night with like two or three movies um, soon. So I did that, and then uh, last what what's today Friday Wednesday night I went to the drive-in to see the original Nightmare on Elm Street and Candyman double feature. Yeah, how was that? It was really cool. Um, not a lot of people. There's maybe ten cars in our lot. There's five. Fuck, that was it. That would have been amazing to go to then. It was. It was wide open west, dude. I smelled uh, weed everywhere. Uh, but everyone was cool. Like everyone, yeah. there was no incidents. You know, like, like, you know. So I'm like, fucking, packed a cooler, and rolled fucking out some absolutely. camping chairs and fucking watched Night of the Nightmare on Elm Street '84 and Candyman. Everyone, like most people, left after um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Makes so sense. Actually, there was only about five or six cars left when Candyman was on. But that was really fucking cool. Like, I haven't been to a drive-in, and I can't tell you how long. And that whole thing was just awesome. So I think I'm going to go back. Hopefully, maybe you can join me, you and, you know, whatever. But yeah, they're doing a Halloween 1978 and Scream, which we're playing that night, too. So we had to choose whether we wanted Nightmare on Elm Street, <laughs> Candyman, or Halloween and Scream. And I'm like, 
you and I have seen Halloween in a theater. Yeah. And I'm going to take Candyman over Scream, even though the first Scream, I still will defend that movie. Oh, yeah. I like I'll it. defend the first Scream. Yeah, I mean, I get where Everything people... Everything that came after it uh, yeah, sucks. All the, all the hate it gets because of what it fucking created, yeah. I will 100% back. Absolutely. But the first Scream movie, I will support. All day. I'll watch it. You know, I watch it usually every fucking Halloween time I put Scream on. I'm not lying, dude. The other week... When we were supposed to go, we were going to go to the drive-in. And I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it. And you're like, well, I'm not going. And it was a Halloween scream. It was. It was for that one. It I actually was. watched them here that night. It was? <laughs> Just, oh, did you? oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. They did. It was Halloween and scream. Yeah, I was fucking, I think I was still working on like doing like a work project. And I just fucking watch Halloween and turn on scream right afterwards. Yeah. Like, fuck it, why not? Whatever. Yeah. It's not a bad double feature. No, not at all. Uh, so I had never seen uh, the first Elm Street or any of them in a theater or a drive-in or anything and obviously never seen Candyman either so I'm like fuck let's do that but I think next week I'm gonna go to the Halloween gig oh yeah see Halloween at a drive-in that was cool when we went to the Royal Oak Theater to see Halloween mm-hmm. uh, that was I mean that's that was one of my all-time goals was to see Halloween in a theater and, and, and it, which got me thinking like we've seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre in a theater with people I've got I've gotten to see Night of the Living Dead 68 at the Redford Theater. It was in a parking lot, but it was a projector. It was the whole deal. Me and you seen Night of the Living Dead 90 Mm -hmm. and Friday the 13th Final Chapter in a theater. Yeah. And I finally got to see, uh, well, Elm Street. And uh, I can't really think of any other movie that I would, maybe the first Psycho. I would like to see in a theater, maybe. I think that'd be cool. Shit, I saw... Uh, Night Living Dead, the OG one, in a cemetery. You talk, oh, God, I fucking pissed I missed that one. It sucked because it was around... No, it was like Freezing. in... It was in October. And it was cold years. as fuck, man. And I show up with a chair, because my thought was, I'm going to need somewhere to sit. So I just bring a chair. Mark from Anguish and uh, Alejandra, his yeah. girlfriend, show up with blankets. So I'm like, holy shit, I know somebody here. And I'm like, well, at least I got a chair. They got blankets, but at least I got a chair. And as we're watching the movie, I'm fucking freezing, and they look comfy cozy with their fucking blankets. I'm like, fuck you guys. Yeah. But I saw, so yeah, Texas Chainsaw. Um, I saw Zombie in theater. God, that'd be fucking awesome. That was when the first, like a month before I met Mike from Acid Witch. Yeah. And as uh, when he lived with Jason and we sit down and he's right in front of us and I forgot his fucking name. (laughs) (laughs) So you forget somebody's name. Like, like, how do you really fucking like get their attention type thing? You know, I'm not just going to tap him on his shoulder and be like, hey, man, do do you remember me? And I remember talking to him like he came over here like shortly after and hanging out I'm like yeah dude like I think I saw you at Zombie at the Royal Oak he's like was that you I think I saw you too yeah. <laughs> I'm like yeah dude I forgot your name so I that's why I didn't say anything <laughs> I was like I met you like two weeks earlier <laughs> yeah that's awesome yeah the Zombie would be great man uh, um it's it's like it's you, there's just like nothing like seeing it in a fucking theater, man. I mean, Night of the Living Dead 1990. 
I'm never gonna forget that ever. I'm gonna, I'm taking that shit to the fucking casket with me. That was fucking amazing. And that was a good time. And, and the weird thing is, we because we, we went to that thing and it was a kind of a hidden society thing that they did in a big, for the most part, yeah. Where they had to text you to let you know what movies they were playing, and they actually advertised the wrong ones that had public domain. But when you get in, you're like, oh, they're really yeah. playing. Well, when they did the Night of the Living Dead thing, when you went to these things, it was every Thursday. It was called the Fright Night Double Feature. They would take two or three old school horror movies and uh, play them in a theater for ten bucks for both or three movies. Yeah, super cool concept, which they they need to bring back. So, what was encouraged at these things was beach balls, laser pens, talking over the movie. They served alcohol. Not one motherfucker said anything or did anything during Night of the Living Dead. Like, yeah, you could hear a pin drop. How how can you possibly make? That's how you know. <laughs> Every other movie we we've seen Gremlins there, Monster Squad, people St- fucking around, throwing beach yeah. balls everywhere, having people getting hammered. The only one, the only one I remember that that didn't get that from the majority of it was House of the Devil. That and Night of the Living Dead were the only yeah. two. As soon as the fucking snub nose revolver, the fucking babysitter or the friend of the babysitter gets her head blown off. Mm. Nobody talked. No. Which was honestly the same when we went and seen Texas Chainsaw at Ann Arbor State Theater. Oh, God, yeah. And everybody, you could tell the people who were there who have never seen it, and they were all younger, and they're chatting, chatting, making jokes, laughing, blah, blah, blah. As soon as Homeboy gets fucking blasted with the fucking mallet and dragged in and the door gets slammed shut, yeah, you didn't hear a peep no. after that. And I'm like... Thank you. Okay, now I can really watch this movie. I know. They took it serious. Like, what the fuck just happened? And that's how you knew, like, 80% of that crowd probably never seen that. Oh, I'm I'm for sure. They probably seen the Jessica Biel remake. Yeah, they probably saw the remake, if anything. They but, never saw the original. No. And I feel like that was the way it was with, um, uh, what the fuck, uh, Halloween. Like when we went and seen Halloween at Royal Oak. Oh yeah, they, most of those they, people probably seen like Resurrection H two O. There whatever. were people fucking chiming they, in every once in a were, while. They were because I mean, it's, it's nineteen seventy eight, dude. You know what I mean? Like Resurrection came out in what, like the two thousands yeah. or some shit. And those newer ones were better made, obviously, because they're fucking like, you know, what was it? Uh, who took it over after that? Mm. Uh, Dimension or. Uh, did I think it was? Dimension. I don't follow that one enough. I don't either. I can't remember I, if Dimension but, but, you know, and Miramax. They got big backing, so they had yeah. good production. That seventy-eight one was like a fucking DIY film, man. But honestly, I think this may show our age because the way we look at movies. I don't know, but I feel like seventy-eight looks and has a better feel than like H two O Resurrection. Oh yeah, all that. Well, that's because we appreciate atmosphere and tension. And score and you know, it's the way it's shot and and like just you know what I mean like those other movies just depended on celebrities and like over the top production and like fucking awesome soundtracks with well known fucking music on it. It was the MTV generation. Like it was Dude, all that I, shit was like fucking. I have a fourteen year old, ne- a thirteen year old nephew, and he's always like Child's Play and Chucky. Yeah. And last time he was up here, because he lives out of state, he was up here and he stayed with us. He fucking 
I'm on to him. I'm fucking on to this kid. <laughs> We're like, he's playing with his tablet. We're scrolling through movies. He's like, oh, fucking, what the fuck was it? Um, Annabelle. One of the Annabelle movies. He's like, I want to watch that. Da, 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 da. And it was like, we had to run it because I don't own it. <clears throat> no. And it wasn't anything we had I, that I know of. And he's like, yeah, I really want to see it. He was playing it off like he hadn't seen it and he wants to see it. So we bought it. Cool, you're up here for like a week. I'll yeah, cool, man. I'm your fucking godfather or whatever, man. Like let's let's fucking turn this movie on. Let's do this. He's on his fucking tablet the whole time. And then through the movie he starts he he lets out that oh I've seen this four times. And I think I even said to him, Why the fuck did I just rent this movie? Oh my <laughs> like, God, dude. I'm like, dude, we could have found something else you haven't seen. Yeah. That it's probably 10 times better than this yeah. that would actually you'd probably like 10 times better than this yeah and I think I just looked at him like you gotta be fucking kidding me mm. and I sat on the couch continued watching it cause I'm like well I fucking rented it yeah it's not much you can do now don't, I don't still don't hours. like the movie don't like the movie yeah. fucking actually watch it so I can say nah, it's not a fucking good movie man <laughs> but I'm like oh I'm on to you man I know how I know your game like you're old enough to have games <laughs> Yeah. And I know your game. So next time you come up here, it's not fucking happening again. No. Uh, yeah, that's weird that you just said Chucky and Child's Play. Because do you know in the last week I've watched the first three Child's Play movies twice each one? For no fucking reason. I couldn't tell you the last time I've seen uh, any of those. I don't know. Don't ask me why. I'm just the other day I put in Child's Play 2. And I'm like, run it. Watched it. Cool. Child's Play 3. Watched it. Child's Play 1. Watched them all three again. Twice. I've watched the first three. That's my cutoff. Three is my cutoff. Yeah, it's after that it just gets dumb. Yeah. But I did watch those. And I just... I watched... Uh, I've been in a campy-ass fucking mood, too. I watched Blood Beach today. <laughs> Chud 2. Bud the Chud. Oh, Night of the Creeps. All right, yeah. Uh, I, that's where I've been. Like, Dude, we, we, we just had a talk about movies like Night of the Creeps. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Like, like how I'm a lazy piece of shit, and instead of going up to my movies and grabbing a movie, I'll just scroll through anything I have streaming. Like, I want a movie like this. Yeah, what yeah, can yeah. I find? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just... Uh, well, you know, not that it's important, but in the past month... I've really gotten into edible cannabis. So like I was telling you earlier, I literally stand in front of my fucking VHS collection, (laughs) like with this weird wobble back and forth, just what do I want to watch? And I, in my mind, I have an idea of what I want to watch and I've been staring at the same tapes for fucking like eight years. Okay. Do you do the same thing I do? Because there's times I'll stand in front of my tapes and... I'm like, I want a movie like this. And then I'll skim through and come across the title. When I see that title in my head, I basically play the whole movie. Oh, yeah. And then if I see a scene in that movie that I don't like, it's not my, not the vibe I'm going for, quote unquote. Oh, yeah. I'm like, eh, I don't know. I'm going to go something else. And it ends with me going through a hundred goddamn fucking movies yeah. that I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And then I'm like, well, and I end on something that's just like comfort movie that I've seen a million times it doesn't even fucking fit my initial no. want but it's it's I know it and I put it on oh yeah 
See, like, see, there's deal deal breaker movies for that. So I'll get up with the intention of wanting to watch something like Night of the Creeps or The Blob mm-hmm. or The Fog mm-hmm. or The Thing. And then I end up watching fucking Sleepaway Camp 3 for the hundredth time that month. Because I'm like, <laughs> fuck it, let's do it. And, you know, because it's comfort, like you said, it's just, why wouldn't I reach for a Sleepaway Camp sequel? I mean, yeah. fuck, right? But my initial, when I get up, I'm like, I'm in the mood for, like, a science fiction kind of horror fucking special effects. like the. But my point is, the, my, the deal breaker movies for me have always been Creepshow 1 and 2, The Gate. Like, if all else fails, I know I can always grab them because yeah. it just, it's fail safe. It's fucking fail safe, dude. You throw in Creepshow, it don't matter what you're originally were in the mood for or when you don't know what to watch, you can't go wrong with Creepshow or The Gate. It, they always fucking deliver, dude. Dude, he's Tom Atkins fucking smacking the kid. Oh, man. Yeah, Stephen King's kid, too. <laughs> <laughs> Smacked the fuck out of him. It's like, you're, really, you're not going to really hit him, are you, Tom? <laughs> he was, like, really concerned. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, so it's always Creepshow and fucking The Gate. There's another one, too, I'm trying to think, man, that I just, you can't really go wrong with it. And it's along those lines, but you get, you know, yeah, dude. Not, it, it happened every time I want to watch a giallo, and I get in this mind like, dude, I want a fucking giallo that's fucking like sleazy and fucking kind of has some like gory and da da da. Yeah. And I always end up with like strip nude fear killer because <laughs> sleazy as fuck has some decent gore. I'm like, hey, there we go. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, I get in those moods too. And then there's always like the fucking like. Like uh, the cannibal mood or the zombie mood. Yeah, I get. I want to watch yeah. a fucking backwoods fucking jungle cannibal film. Uh, or I want to watch a fucking zombie movie that's not like glorified like The Walking Dead. So I want to throw in like Living Dead at Manchester Morgue. That fucking will nail you every time. It's such a good movie. Or yeah. you know, zombies. How many times are you gonna watch that? So you try to reach for something different, like uh, you know a zombie film where it's like not fucking like Burial Ground or something that's another one I could always throw that movie on I love Burial Ground dude it's good it's, I, I, it, it's fucking one of my favorite zombie movies dude it's you can't really fuck it was Nightmare City god damn it like man actually now you said that they used to be my favorite movie and I haven't seen that in a while. Nightmare City I haven't watched it in a fucking minute all the time it's a fucking great movie I never fucking am disappointed when it comes on Shockwaves another one amazing dude my tape's fucking roasted. It's like a star maker fucking mm. tracking. Don't even. So after like two watches, that tape was done. It's done. It's fucked. It's the tracking so fucked on it. I got it for ten bucks. It displays nicely. It just to watch it. It's like God damn. Dude, I remember you. I remember you telling me about one of the dudes on like Instagram who's like up for trades or something, and he said something about fucking. Uh, Nightmare City, like about the cover, like oh you got the fucking one with blah blah blah. blah oh, it's blah. the Raven, it's the Raven video. It's terrible. It looks terrible. I want the Nightmare City. And this was a dude who was fucking like trying to trade away shit for fucking gold. Oh, tapes from the dark side. What a douche. He hasn't been on fucking. He's like, I got eight hundred commons, and I'm looking for five 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 and the spine big box. Yeah, like, go fuck yourself, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> and he's got like Pet Cemetery two and fucking yeah. like the craft. I'm looking for spine. I'm like, fuck off. I. <laughs> 
Like, nah, but Tapes from like, the dark side. Took himself way too seriously, dude. 100%. I got, like, these metal shirts for sale. If anyone wants, like, a monstrosity shirt, like, uh, Malevolent Creation was his favorite band. I'm like, okay, nothing wrong with that. I'm not... But the, just the way he acted was like he was some type of elitist with VHS tapes, and, like, he knew everything, and his tape collection wasn't even that good, dude. Like, <clears throat> Stop it, man. Don't take yourself too seriously. Pretend that you don't have a good... If you have a good collection, pretend that you don't. If you don't, don't pretend that you do. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off, man. So, no, but yeah, I had the City of the Walking Dead Raven video. Mm. Yeah, that And he's like, good. this movie looks cool if you're into fucking Hamburger Helper and fucking... Because the one zombie on it, like... Yeah. It just It's cheesy special effects. But, like, the, it's the same fucking movie. Yeah. You pop the tape in, it fucking, it's Nightmare City, dude. I just remember you telling me about fuck, that, man? and I was Who just cares? like, this guy fucking serious? Yeah, like, it may not be the, the most sought-after movie, but just at that point, just say, like, yeah, you got nothing I want. Yeah, but how many like, times do people pass them? It, dude. Like, dude, I've been looking for fucking a year for the beyond. How many times did they walk past a stout-ass collection? Like, Seven Doors of Death, not interested. I went to a fucking tapes, like a flea market and seen City of the Walking Dead and already knew what time it was. That's Nightmare City. Yeah. No, it's not the cover I'm looking for, but fuck, for three bucks? Absolutely. Yeah, collector aspects, you're not getting the copy you want, but you have it. You have a copy that you can update later. Oh, yeah. I just want the tape to be able to watch the motherfucker. Like, yeah. the first zombie I ever owned was the one you gave me, which I think was also Raven. Or, no, it was uh, Edie. Edie. Yeah, yeah. Ed. I always just call Ed. Eddie. Yeah. Edie. <laughs> Which was the zombie two, Dead Among Us or whatever. Yeah. You know, now I have the actual wizard fucking you know, slipcase. Got that fucking wizard big box. Or it's not actually a slipcase, it's a fucking all flaps all the way around. All flaps all the time. All flaps all the time. Flapped out. Totally <laughs> flapped out. Totally crossed out. <laughs> Warm it up, Chris. Uh so <laughs> uh I'm just gonna add two more things, and you the the floor is yours, dude. Uh, Lee Kerslake, Lee Kerslake, the drummer of Uriah Heat. Oh yeah, and he was yeah, also yeah. on the first two Ozzy records, which are always gonna be the best ones, the Randy Rhodes records. Passed away uh, about five days ago. The drummer, the drummer, yeah, he was on all Uriah Heat, and I love that band, always will. And, you uh, actually, I think, is you are pretty much the reason I listen to that band. You're right. You have demons and wizards in there right now. I and do. And you have Sweet awesome. Freedom. And fucking King Diamond, every fucking set he plays starts with the wizard from your right. Sweet. Really? I didn't know he did it every time. When I saw him at um, the last time they came through. Yeah. Um, Amanda Page. I was hanging out with her. Yeah. And she was like. The wizard is going to come on before he comes on. I was like, yeah. She's like, every time I've seen him, she's like, I've seen him like five times. Oh, that'd be killer. She's like, he comes on. And like, no joke. Like, lights are out and all of a sudden, bam, the wizard turns on. That's amazing. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, all right, like, let's fucking do this, man. And then King Diamond comes out and it was an amazing fucking show. And I was like, fuck yeah, dude. That's really cool. Hell yeah. Yeah, you're right. Heap's great, man. I seen them live uh, fucking two years ago. Yeah, I remember that. At the Token, and they played all the jams, and they just fucking went off on some of that weird progressive stuff they got into. Like, 
because they were kind of a mixed bag, you know. They they kind of were like the straight up rock and roll fucking, and then they got like there was some progressive stuff in there. But over the span of their entire like seventies collection, dude, he was the drummer on all their records, and he pulled off all that shit. So like, as far as I know, I mean, I could be wrong about that. Don't like fucking carve that in stone. But he was he's the drummer of your eye heap. Yeah, he's the drummer of the Randy Rhodes era Ozzy. Which is not even arguable that that's the best era. No, of Ozzy. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Aside yeah. from Sabbath, those first two Ozzy records will always be the best. Yeah, you can't touch them. No, and you know what? Rest in peace, dude. Your fucking work will never be forgotten. Those those albums are timeless, dude. Absolutely timeless. Most of them will be played while people are playing D and D. Oh, absolutely. Holy shit, Demons and Wizards, like that Uri Heap record, fucking top to bottom is amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, fuck. So yeah, that's all. That's all I got, man. I'm kind of bummed he passed away, but what have you? Okay, you didn't actually touch on this. What have you been jamming? If uh, anything, honestly, honestly, uh, it's been Uriah Heep, Ozzy, the last like four or five days. Just the albums he was on. I really have been listening to that, and a shit ton of Electric Wizard. Because with the Uriah Heep kind of thing came like I just got into this weird mindset, so it was like. Electric Wizard shit that I'd never like. We live and okay, yeah, yeah. and uh, let us pray. The albums I don't really jam, and then just uh, Blue Cheer uh, in that kind of fucking seventies like mindset, I guess. All right, because uh, I've been kind of uninspired. Not a lot of new stuffs coming out. You know how it is, dude. You fucking someone drops a new album. I was doing that Primitive Man album for a while. I think I kind of worn that out a little bit, so I'm taking a break from that. But that's like the newest thing to come out in like forever. I'm just yeah. I'm waiting for the new Acid Witch. Uh, I need to get that second Cannibal Death Gods Slasher Dave under my belt. I've been jamming the first one. He's got a new. You were telling me the yeah. vinyl that just got released. No, he's got a new Slasher Dave. That the that just got released. That just got up for pre-order. The cannibal. No. Uh, what the fuck's it called? And now I'm blanking on what it's called because it's pretty fucking drunk. Hmm. Like a new. <laughs> yeah, I just pre-ordered it from Bellyache Records. Oh, sweet. Okay. What the fuck is it called? It's um. He put out the EP earlier, and now it's the A side's the EP, and the B side is basically. Like a handful of the songs he's done during quarantine. Oh no shit! What the fuck? It's like devil. What the fuck is it called? I'm man? sure I've seen it on Instagram pop up. You guarantee? I guarantee you have. I see Slasher Day posts like three, four times a day. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's like Devil Nights, fucking something. And it's blown. It's pissing me off that I can't think of it. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. So yeah, so yeah, so that's okay. So you pre-ordered it though. Yeah, pre-ordered yeah. that. Cool. Yeah, I, I I was jamming Slasher Dave too the other day, Tomb Tomb of Horror. Oh yeah, yeah. I was just cleaning the house and shit. Put that on. So, um, that's about it. Okay, so uh, basically, what I've been jamming is um, like when I'm north, my dad had a my parents have a cabin, they just bought like four hours away. Yeah. And I went up to help my dad build a fucking shed. So I went up there and did that. But on the way back, because on the way up, I, I don't even know what I listened to. On the way back, I listened to a shit ton of Pentagram. Excellent. It's pretty much uh, first days here. And then uh, 
relentless. Yeah. And um, other than that, what the fuck else I've really been listening to? All I could really think about is Acid Witch. I think it's the only other thing it's I really listen to. It's that time of year. It man. is. It really is. I listen to fucking Evil Sound Screamers. Um, That's becoming my go-to Halloween time. It's good. It's, it's stoned and so witch good, all their shit was before, but like for some reason, the last two years, it's like that album really encapsulates fall, when fall's coming in and Halloween's coming. It's like evil sound screamers, dude. It's the start of the album, too, that helps that. No doubt. It's totally the fucking the trick-or-treat safety video. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it, it definitely captures that, like, Halloween time fucking feel all this shit does but I'm just saying like you know that album really grew on me as far as me and my Halloween time it, it was stoned how do you not listen to fucking a song called Trick or Treat right during Halloween time or you know what I mean like uh, songs about fucking uh, you know what I mean this is the movie Trick or Treat or fucking Sammy Kerr and fucking like, I, I, like I get there's there's people that look at Witch Tannic as like the end all be all for Acid Witch and that's like their favorite fucking release but I don't know I just feel like if if you're somebody who appreciates that type of music but you also have a really deep appreciation for Halloween mm -hmm. and like 80s horror in general I guess dude they put out so much stuff that absolutely like dude like no it's not the end all be all Witch Tannic was amazing it was but they put out so much other amazing shit oh I'm telling you like honestly one of my favorite releases by them is the spooky fucking 7 inch the split 7 with Nunslaughter oh that's their it's pinnacle dude like both songs are pinnacle evil fucking fiends of old oh, both man. of those fucking songs are fucking amazing I know and it's weird too because evil is Arguably my favorite track of their entire cat disc, whatever you want to catalog. Fiends of Old is the only song that they have that makes me want to break something, and they're not that type of band. I, that comes on and just I'm spilling beer. It's the party time, excellent song for me. I mean, Midnight Movies is cool for that, but just Fiends of Old. They don't have too many songs that tempo. It's it's a faster song for them. Yeah. But even just the lyric content and just that metal fucking uh, festival fucking like footage in the beginning, I'm just like. Well, I remember talking oh. to Mike about that, and he said the plan was that the whole idea behind that was they would do a song like them, and then they would do a song in the like version Nuns. of Nunslaughter, and Makes then sense. vice versa. Right. So like, Evils and Acid Witch song. Fiends of Old is them doing a song in the vein of Nunslaughter. Yeah. Like a more of a death metal fucking metal song. Yeah, that's a fucking ripper, dude. Oh, fuck. Yeah, the fucking Michigan Death Fest fucking oh, clips yeah. in the beginning. Good All the fucking plugs and references to like old death metal. Imitigo. Like, yeah, fucking Gorgrind albums and shit. Yeah. And the fucking, oh, dude, that fucking, oh, that, that's, that seven inch is amazing. It is good. That is their that is pinnacle shit. You need to have that. It's and honestly, evil the uh, that like outside of fiends of old, the song evil is fucking amazing. And it ends that fucking lead that Mike plays in that fucking song gives you the fucking feelies. Yeah, it does. That's a fucking amazing it's, solo. Hits you straight in the fucks. <laughs> like yeah, everything before that's fucking like, it's great. I love that. I love it. And then it hits that fucking like lead that he plays at the end. Yeah. And it's like, dude, it it 
it oh, I know. carries perfectly. Yeah. And it goes like up and down. Oh my god. So just to let fucking em- amazing, just man. to let everyone know, it's it's that time of year for uh, Jared and I. It's fucking acid witch season. There's four seasons in this state of the mitten state. <laughs> there is winter, spring, summer, and acid witch season. And it is fucking acid witch season. I'm so excited, dude. Dude, I'm waiting for last year they came out with Halloween night digitally. Yeah. I'm waiting for the announcement of hey, order the seven inch. Because yeah. as soon as that happens, that's happening. Because I own, like, as soon as they announce anything, dig- like, vinyl. Yeah. I'm like, yep, got it. I'll order it. And I remember one time, Michael's like, you know, you could just hit me up and I'll give, I, I can get it to you. And I'm like, yeah, well, I'd yeah. rather just do it this way because I know I get everything I want. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm the same way. Like, I order their shit when I could just be like, well, no, I shouldn't say that. It was like that at first, and then I just started being like, hey, man, can I get, like, a shirt? <laughs> so most of my shirts I actually got from from them. Dude, one of my favorite Asuit shirts, which is the fucking uh, Wheel of Fortune one I have, yeah, yeah. which I wear three times a week. Yeah, you do. <laughs> was fucking Mike was over here, and they were about ready to go on tour, and they were still making fucking, like, buttons and shit. He was, like, still pressing buttons yeah. to fucking go on tour, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? He had his merch bin. She's like, oh, so the shirts were taken on tour. And I'm like, all right, so how much is that? Yeah. <laughs> like, so many people are like, whoa, that S-Wiz shirt. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess I, they only sold this on that tour. And yeah. they only went way over here on this tour. <laughs> oh, I know. It's like that one shirt that I gave you. Oh, the fucking uh, Metal Movie Massacre. Yeah. Dude, That I wore that shirt like three times a week. It's a collage of everything in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's fucking... And the colors are just amazing. It just it doesn't fit me anymore. So, enjoy that shirt. <laughs> I really wish they'd do a rerun <laughs> of that. Because I, I still have three Acid Witch shirts, but that one was um, by far my favorite. Dude, I have seriously, like... I think I have at least enough t-shirts to wear a shirt a day for a year. Yeah. <laughs> and That's I wear, how I with Fister. I wear, like, ten <laughs> shirts. Yeah, I got like I got like eight Fister shirts. If I really wanted to, I could wear probably an Acidwood shirt a day for a week. Yeah, that's killer. So just just to let everyone know out there, dude, it's 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 about that time for uh, Acid Witch and Slasher Dave. So it is about that time. And uh, with that, what is that? What do you got? I got more shit. Let's do there's, it. There's more stuff going because what cause you go, you went over what you watched, right? Yeah. What have you been watching, dude? Uh, I watched Bloody Moon, Jess Franco. Excellent. Yeah. Bloody Moon rules, dude. Has that, like, Jess Franco, like, he has this fucking feel with his movies where it's almost like, do you know how to make movies? Yeah. But it's, like, there's some movies where it's, like, very prominent, and other movies are like, this is a fucking legit movie. Yeah. All the way through. Bloody Moon's pretty much legit all the way through. It is. And then I watched another one of his movies, which is the opposite of that. <laughs> At least for the majority I'm of it. I think of what movies of his I've seen. I know Bloody Moon's great. Uh, Devil Hunter. Devil Hunter. Never seen it. No. It's kind of like a cannibal movie. Okay. I shouldn't say kind of. It is a cannibal movie. But it has like just... It's so all over the fucking map with yeah. everything... It's not SOB, is it? No. Oh, okay. But it's just a fucking really raw movie. 
Um, then I watched this movie, uh, Japanese movie, uh, Rubber's Lover. Hmm. It's about ninety six. Um, black and white. Okay. Um, oh, that'd be cool. Oh fuck yeah! I will just say, I'm not really gonna dig into this movie because this movie is it's almost like a not really really like listed as like cyberpunk. It's kind of cyberpunky because it kind of is because it deals with like government doing like experiments on people type shit if you like like Tetsuo the Iron Man yep you'd probably dig this movie okay um it's by um the fuck's his name Shosen Fukio I think is his name he also did um 964 Pinocchio which is kind of almost in the same vein pretty much like the mid 90s Japan had a bunch of like really fucked up oh, yeah. <laughs> black and white movies oh, yeah. going on. Yeah. And he was part of it. Um, definitely worth a check out. It's, it's, you're in for some, you're in for a treat watching his movies. Oh, I would imagine, yeah. Um, and then because Slasher Dave released that new LP, the pre order for it, which I can't remember the goddamn name of. Fucking like, Devil sucking hell. I don't fucking remember. I honestly can't remember what the fuck it was called. I know. I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah, I seen it. Yeah. Yeah, but so he he did like in the pre-order, you get like a deed for the house, and then he used the logo from um, Mr. Boogity, the like 1986 Disney movie. Okay. And I saw that. And I'm like, so I watched that again. Nice. First time in like since I was a kid. Hell yeah. Still a fun movie. Like, if you go into it knowing it's a fucking kid's movie. But the people that are in this fucking movie, man. Like, I didn't realize this. It has fucking Christy Swanson in it. He's like, Buffy. Like, yeah, Buffy. Yeah. It has fucking um, David Fast- Fastiano. Is it the dude who fucking... A buck from... Oh, that's... Uh, Married with Children? Yeah, that's uh, Bud. Yeah, Bud. Buck. No, yeah, yeah, Bud. yeah. Bud. Okay. So he's in it. He's all, he also was a famous rapper at one point. Uh, was he really? He did a rap song. That's amazing. He had a music video on MTV and shit. He was like, God, that's awesome. What the so fuck good. was it? I think he went on under like his real like, David Faustiano, but it was like fresh David Faustiano. Oh, that's so it. good. Dude, yeah, it's a horrible God, rap amazing. song. That's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Richard uh, Mazur? He was in The Thing. Richard Mazur? Yeah. Played like Clark in the thing, I believe. Clark. But it had like a fucking this like cast of fucking people. Oh yeah, yeah. And they played in this fucking like Disney like made for TV fucking movie. Yeah. That's uh that's and good. It yeah. Still holds up, in my opinion. Movie still holds up, man. Like I, the only the only ex- uh I've only ever seen this movie as a taped off TV dub VHS that my grandma had. Right, right. And that was fucking so many years ago. And I still dig it. Yeah. Because, you know what? A movie, uh, speaking of something like that, is like The Witches. I need to watch it. Soon. That movie's amazing. Watched that like a month ago. Yeah. I was just going through my tapes the other day like looking for something out of the ordinary to watch and it's in my comments and I'm like, dude, the fucking witches, man. I'm about to like Fucking rip that boy, dude. Because we were, uh, was I, I was watching like the Adams Family, 
Hell yeah. Watched um, that recently, too. Yeah, what's that on? Prime? Um, is it Prime? Shit, or? I think Prime has it. Netflix has it. It was um, something. That I was just watching episodes for like, just throughout the day. It was just fucking Adam's family. And then I was just like, Angelica Houston. I'm like, dude, kind of want to watch the fucking, the witches, man. Like, Jim Henson fucking Angelica Houston can't really fuck go wrong, right? Mm-hmm. So, I think I might throw that in. Perfect Halloween time movie, too. Especially if you got like nieces, nephews and shit like me, dude. Let's see if fucking one of them want to like pop some corn, throw in the witches, man. Absolutely. So, yeah. So, that's all I got, man. Fuck, that's all I got. And, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we're going to revisit this. We have a big episode coming up soon that we're not going to tell you what it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I'm sure you guys will. So. <laughs> all right, man. You guys be cool. Yep, see you guys. Later.